Welcome back to the Morning Kick podcast. This is a replay episode from the live YouTube, Facebook and LinkedIn show produced by Excite Media. We encourage you if you're looking at digital marketing, website design, to contact us via excitemedia.com.au. Now let's revisit one of our earlier programs and join our guest. Well, good morning, Kicksters. Welcome back to The Morning Kick, courtesy of Excite Media, bringing some inspiration into this whole COVID pandemic thing where, at the moment, we're probably feeling a little bit down after what we've been seeing happening in Victoria and New South Wales, and we've got to kick things back into gear again. And I thought, what better way to do it than to have a look at some of the innovation that has been happening during COVID-19? And that is the exciting thing. There's always a little bit of bad news over there, but there's a lot of good news over here. And businesses have been pivoting. They've been doing things to adapt. And one of the things that they've been doing is embracing technology more. I know that the door has been knocked on by people wanting to get their websites up to date. And then there are new ideas for how businesses can deliver to their sector, whether it's the food industry or even um, the grocery industry, many different sectors that are trying to make sure that they're available to their customers. Now, this morning, I'm pleased that we've been able to invite onto the show Sandy Locus from Studio Hyphen. Sandy, welcome to The Morning Kick. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you for having me. Now, where are you actually based? Uh, you're here in Brisbane. Tell us about Studio Hyphen, how it got underway and where we find you. Um, yeah, we're based in Eight Mile Plains, the technology park in Eight Mile Plains. So away from the CBD, which is always great for morning traffic. Um, the whole Studio Hyphen, um, we started about uh, five, six years ago. Um, it was just, um, I'm by myself, I, um, I'm a front-end designer. So my background is always on um, graphic design, then move on to user interface, user experience. Um, I've got a mate who is a back-end developer, a very good one. Um, so at some point we were freelancing and we sort of talked to each other and we're like, hey, you know what, we should probably get this started and work together. And the rest is history. Five years later, we're making big software. And, and great times ahead. You've been working with some big companies. If we have a, a very quick look at the website where we can find you, we can go to Hyphenio. I love the way that rolls off the tongue, actually. But this is Studio Hyphen and the IO standing for Input Output for any of you that are into code. And this is where you can find Sandy and his team. Pop along to hyphenio.com.au and you can get a sense of some of the work that they've been doing and kind of, I, I guess, your focus. Sandy, when you think of the type of work that you've been doing and the type of work that you enjoy, what kind of projects have you really kind of got your teeth into and thought, these are the ones we feel like we're making a contribution? I think our focus has always been um, creating a system for businesses, um, both Wayne. So Wayne is my business partner, the other half of Hyphen. Um, as a as a programmer, as a tech guy, we always hate doing things repetitively. You know, by the time you're doing it for the second or third time, you get annoyed about it and go, well, you know what, we're just going to create a script to do it for us. Um, and that started off as a, just as a habit, but then realized, then we realized that, you know what, this is actually what everyone needs. Um, because a lot of businesses sort of do things on their daily routine. 
without really thinking what can be done better. Um, and it's not necessarily um, just for the output, but also for your sanity, your team sanity. Yeah. Everyone keeps saying, you know, it's a, it's a different beep, same day, um, different day, same beep, you know, just doing the same thing again and again every day. Um, and we thought, well, if you can do it better um, by having an automation into it, uh, um, then why not do it like that? Um, so yeah, our focus has always been working with um, SMEs, um, trying to improve or streamline their businesses um, by looking at technology. Well, we saw an example of that. We had uh, Nathan Shocker on the phone the other day, and Nathan works with the Brisbane Junior Chamber of Commerce, and he told us about Localized Queensland, and that was an initiative to bring some of the Queensland Chamber of Commerce together. So you got involved in helping put this together. Were you cornered in a dark alley and told we need to get this done over the weekend? I heard there's a bit of a story behind this. Uh, yeah, Nathan, Nathan, so I'm a part of the committee for the Junior Chamber, um, Nathan and I are pretty close and we're a sucker for um, crazy ideas and Nathan is just a, a big a big ball of crazy ideas he's always come up with crazy ideas um, so because of the COVID stuff he come up to me and say you know what I've got crazy ideas as usual I go like all right tell me about it I go what if um, we create our own tourism site we collect everyone to bring in the information in um, and then we come up with a portal that um, is driven by the region for everyone, um, a stakeholder. So I go, all right, cool. Um, and you go, how fast can we do it? I was like, well, let's do it fast because um, you know it is kind of stuff. You just got to do it fast with technology. It's it's going to be really fast. Otherwise, you're going to lose the momentum. Um, so that's it. I just put it up, start designing, pulling it through in about a week time. I think it was less than a week, probably about three to four days. Um, mind you, I've been doing it for ten years or so. <laughs> so it's it's a uh, stuff that I do on a daily basis. So Sandy, along the way, I mean, people can have a look at uh, Local as Queensland. Uh, that was a great initiative that's going to start being built on. Understand that some of the chambers are still contributing content. Coming back though, there was another idea. Now, some people have seen on LinkedIn, I had a video that went reasonably viral talking about my concern for my local cafe and just yep. recently we had the founder of cafe 63 on the morning kick talking about that and i think it's an industry that was hit pretty hard now you guys came up with a solution to help out the delivery systems the payment systems can you give us a bit of background and then we'll introduce it uh, cool um so park like there's two parts of it so we have park like and safe visit um so maybe we'll start with um Parkalike. So Parkalike is a, um, an initiative that we did. Um, I've got a couple of mates who are working in the hospitality industry. So obviously when the whole um, COVID hits, they were struggling. Um, the fact that they can't um, open up a real shop, they have to take away um, model. Um, so the first thing that comes up to my head is telling them like, you know, you, there's a lot of food delivery provider, jump into one of them. Um, and they go, well, we can't because the costs, associated costs and so on and so forth. Um, I was like, oh, then I sort of got exposed to the, the dark side of food delivery um, tech industry, uh, which, is, which is appalling. That's, that's pretty poor. Um, you know, this guy- feels like the sharks of that industry, isn't it? It's almost like loan yeah. sharking on the, on the delivery. Yeah, not good. Capitalizing on someone else's misery. Um, no, there's no relief. There's, of course, once you get exposed to the news and stuff, and go like, "Oh, there's a relief." Um, but prior to that, they just they just shrug it and be like, "Too bad. This is what it is." 
Um, so I was like, well, is there a better way that we can do this? Um, is there a way to help these guys um, in, in, a, in an affordable way? So um, come up with this crazy idea. What if, if we have a, um, a very low cost um, food taking platform, food delivery platform? Um, and so whipped up Puckalike um, in a couple of weekends and it's up. So effectively, it's a platform that allows you to um, sign up in less than 60 seconds. Um, very easy, wow. very quick signups. Um, there's no messing around with it. Um, and then you just open up your account, you upload your menu, um, you will generate a URL for you, um, and that's it. You're ready to trade. You're ready to take an order. Um, every order that comes through will SMS it to you as a, um, as a I guess, a bare bone solution. And, and this really is dealing with the crux of the problem rather than getting caught up in too much fancy stuff, isn't it? You've actually dealt with the key issues, which is getting the orders in, getting payments, and tell me about the dramatic costs that you've put on the service. It's free. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's free. Um, I think at the point, it the, the goal that we're trying to do is just to save everyone. Um, save is a glamorous word, but, you know, give an option to everyone in the hospitality industry, telling them that, you know, you don't have to go swinging one way or the other. You know, you can't, you don't have anything or you go all the way fully fledged to a food delivery platform. Um, there's gotta be somewhere in the middle. Um, and, you know, we never dream that we'll replace the bigger guys. Um, no, we have the capital to fight with the bigger guys. We're happy to be here to give you guys an option um, to say, look, you don't have to go to the extreme. There's a little baby steps and we are there to be your baby steps um, to try a food delivery, to train an on online service. And if you like it, move on to the bigger guys. If that suits you, if you're happy with this, this realm here, stay with us. Um, if you try it and you feel like, you know what, doesn't work for us, we don't like it. That's it. It, it doesn't suit for you. Well, you've got to have a look at this. And if you know any friends that are in hospitality uh, dealing with these delivery issues, get them to check out parkcollect.com.au. I want to stop here for a moment and talk about these three values that you've put into the understanding of the, the Park Collect system. So that is that it should be easy, it should be affordable, and it should be community-driven. Can you just walk us through how you actually apply that in the thinking? So... Easy comes from my background in user experience. Um, one of the, you know, you can have a lot of good tech, but the one thing that they fall short of is the user experience. If it takes too long, we, all of us have a short um, patient these days. We have a short attention span. If it's not easy enough, it's going to drop it. It's too hot. Give up, which is the, the typical mentality of everyone these days. Um, so it's going to be easy, which is why we streamline our sign up process. And we'll say it's going to be done to 60 seconds. Anything longer than 60 seconds to sign up. Nobody wants to fill up those massive forms. Um, you know, it's going to be short. It's going to be quick. Um, it's going to be easy. Um, it's going to be affordable. Um, again, the idea is working alongside you. Um, so if we kill you early in your business, what's the point? We're not going to have our customer down the track. We believe or I believe in the fact that if we give you value, we help you then at some point at a different stage of growth, you will encounter different problem and we'll be there to solve the problem. So if you don't make yourself affordable from the get go, charge them an arm and a leg, probably a kidney and a liver, then they're not going to survive. You're not going to have a customer in the long run. Um, friend, for that matter. <laughs> um, community driven. Um, 
so this is always the stigma in the um, tech industry. That everyone say, oh, you're going to outsource to India, you're going to outsource to uh, Pakistan, you're going to outsource to Czech Republic. Um, we're not doing that. So we believe in keeping everyone on shore, keeping the talent on shore. There's a lot of good talent in Australia. Actually, Australia is probably one of the um, luckiest country because we have so much talent in here, just that they don't have enough chance. Um, so as much we can, we try to bring it back in-house. Um, we don't do stuff overseas. Um, and also the, my idea with Parkalike is to be able to get to the sustainable level where um, we can give job back to those who are impacted by COVID. We got a couple of friends as well who loses their job because of COVID. Um, so wouldn't it be great if um, Parkalike can sustain and we can actually give job back to these guys. So it really is a community driven cycle. Now, Sandy, you said that there was another initiative that came out of this. We talked just very briefly walking through Park Collect, and that's something that we should refer to our friends. But let's have a look at another initiative that came out of this. And you mentioned Safe Visit. So let's go to that website, and you can tell us about this particular new launch. That's only happened recently, hasn't it? Last week, last Friday, actually. Um, so the story came about two weeks ago. Uh, I was out uh, into a restaurant. And now we're going to do uh, contact tracing um, because all the stuff that happens. Um, and it just annoys me that we have to fill up those papers. Um, nor do I feel it's so quite secure because then you get this piece of paper with everyone's name on it um, and address. Hey, and it's funny that you mentioned that. I was at a, a cafe in Mount Gravatt just over this period of time. I was actually out with my daughter and we were about to enjoy a coffee. But they said, could you just fill out that form that was sitting on a table in front of everybody? And we're mm -hmm. kind of like, well depending on how my daughter feels, she doesn't want to give her name and address where the next um, creepy guy coming along can see yeah. it. So how does Safe Visit kind of deal with that kind of issue? So I thought, well, can we use technology to do this? Um, and the answer is yes, we can. Um, what it does is um, it's a QR code. So as a founder, you sign up. Again, we've improved the sign up process. It's 45 seconds instead of 60 seconds. Um, literally, you have to fill up like a really short form. Then we'll email you out a QR code, a PDF um, format, um, check in and check out um, that you can put on your shop. And for every customer that walks in, all they have to do is pull up their phone, scan the QR code, then fill up their detail, um, which is going to be very easy because we've implemented a um, autofill for your address. Um, again, I'm a big fan of easy. If it's too difficult, people are not going to do it, which is another my theory why some states are not doing so well because they People don't want to fill up the form. It's just too, too, too annoying. Um, so implement a autocomplete address and that's it. You're checked in. The good part of it is it'll remember your detail. So the next time that you go and check in with another QR code from a different store, as long as they're under safe visit, you don't have to tap those things again, ever. Um, scan, scan, scan. Um, that is great. You, you're getting some good take up on this because this is a much needed idea at the moment. Yes, um, we've got, uh, as of yesterday, I think we've clocked in 14 venues and 700 check-ins since last Friday. Um, again, it's a free initiative. Um, it just, I think it's a good solution um, for everyone to have. Um, get, get rid of the paper. Um, get rid of this massive online form because I don't want to feel it. <laughs> it will, no. I, I, but it will be nice for me. I feel your pain. Sorry? I feel your pain. There's nothing worse than a pen and paper. <laughs> Yeah, I just think of myself, like how nice would it be for me to actually go out to different venues and go, oh yeah, there you go. I don't have to do, I just scan and tap, scan and tap. 
Um, and there's the checkout as well, which make it easier. So then you know exactly when they checked in and when they check out. Again, checkout, there's no need to fill up a form. You just have to scan and you're out. Well, Sandy, I wanted to circle back and talk about how we actually deal with creating technology. Um, at Excite Media, because we're a web agency, a lot of people come to us with hopes and dreams of things to create the next Facebook, the next Gumtree. They've got a concept and some of these ideas are absolutely brilliant. But what steps to take and how do you validate the idea and, and get kind of a first version out the way that you've done? Can you just walk us through maybe some advice for a person who has woken up um, after a, maybe it's too much Chardonnay, maybe it's too much pizza, but the next morning they've come up with the idea of the century and it needs some technology. What are the next steps to get this thing underway? Um, validation. Validation and market research. So as everyone saying in the startup says, ideas are great, but how do you execute that, that counts? Um, you know, everyone have a great, great ideas. We all have a great ideas. But the first thing that we need to do is to go out and see um, what's in the market. Um, you know, you have a problem, you have a solution. The way to get from problem to solutions, there's many ways of that. Um, and your idea could be just one of the one of the solution. Is it unique, perhaps, to you? But um, is it what people prefer? You don't really know. So what I always say is go out. Try to find a competitor. Um, try to find someone else that's that done it. Um, you know, get five, six, ten people who are have done such thing, um, or at least an alternative of a solution of what you're trying to do, um, and validate. See if you can learn something from them. Um, read their story, um, and once you validate, um, you know that you know there's there's a value in doing so. Um, go out, do it, and do it small. Um, don't come up with this big gigantic um scope do one thing and do it good um and you don't you bootstrap it like le legit just try to bootstrap it see if you can do things um free see if you can do things you know leverage a lot of the resources that are already in the market don't reinvent the wheel um if you can reuse something that's been done reuse it um that save you costs and what allows you to do is to get back from your idea to market release very very quickly if you want to fail fail quickly and yeah, that, that whole idea of being able to uh, fail quickly probably is a key of not leaking too much budget or capital early on in the concept. But how do I validate what value I should be putting in? Sometimes people are pulling money figures out of thin air. Is there a way of being able to get a reasonable scope and a reasonable budget so I know where this thing could go? I think this, to start with, start looking at, again, yeah, putting a budget is true, but see if you can replace components with a, um, a cheaper, a lower cost alternative. So for instance, with um, local S, um, it's not driven by a database. It looks like it, but because A, we don't have a budget for it, and so I want to get it really done really quickly. So I use Google Sheet, uh, because Google Sheet is free, and it works. It's ready, it works, and it does what's required as the core um, aspect of the project. And the, uh, but it, I guess we need to talk to people like you that have the initiative to say, we can start with this and build to that. Correct, correct. Just start small, um, because if you want to fail, fail early um, with small budget. You know, you're not gambling big money. You're gambling a small money. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Lesson learned, improve and get it better. I love it.
and you've got a lot of ideas that are out in the field. Um, the easiest way for people to contact Sandy is to go to their website. So make sure that you take note. You can pop along to hyphenio.com.au, or if you want to sound really classy, it's hyphenio.com.au <laughs> to go to see the team at Studio Hyphen. Um, Sandy, been absolutely brilliant having you on the morning kick this morning. Thanks very much for spending some time with us. Thank you for having me, Andrew. Well, there was a lot of really great insight there that Sandy's been able to bring to the morning kick. And also, look at the um, the actual products that are getting out there. So we've got Localness Queensland, we've got Park Collect Helping, and now safevisit.com.au. We'll get all the details in the description below. In the meantime, I look forward to joining you again when we have another edition of the Morning Kick coming up next Tuesday. We're booked for Tuesday and Thursday. And if you'd like to be a guest on the show or know somebody who should be with us, make sure they contact us. You can do that via Excite Media. And we'd love to have you on the Morning Kick at some point in the future. Well, we'll see you next week. In the meantime, stay safe. It looks like we're starting to flatten this curve again. So get back to washing hands and looking after that social distancing. I'll see you next Tuesday.